Sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth. Have you ever had this happen to you before? You're getting ready to go to bed, putting your pajamas on, brushing your teeth, maybe grabbing a glass of water, and you check to make sure that everything is ready to go for tomorrow. Lunch is packed, check. Are my keys in the bowl? Check. Is my backpack or briefcase packed? Check. So, you go to bed. Only to wake up the next morning and realize you forgot to do one very important thing. To charge your phone. And now the battery is at 6%. And so you think of all the different ways you could possibly make that 6% stretch and last you the whole day. You thought you were ready, but you weren't. Sometimes we just forget to be fully prepared. And in the gospel account for today, we heard about five women who also forgot to prepare. They needed oil in those lamps to keep those lamps lit. But five of those women forgot to bring any oil at all. And for them, the stakes were a whole lot higher than having to go without a phone for the day. But we can learn from their mistake today. And so that's why I want to ask you a few questions. Do you have oil? Why do you need it? And how do you get it? Let's start by quickly summarizing the story that Jesus told for today. There were five wise virgins and five foolish virgins going to this wedding banquet. The term virgin simply means that these were young women who weren't married yet. What made them wise or foolish? Well, their actions did. The five wise brought the oil that they needed. The five foolish didn't bring any at all. So then the, the bridegroom finally comes. The wedding celebration is about to start. And so the women wake up and they hurry to get their lamps ready and lit. You see, it was the custom back at that time to show you were invited to the wedding celebration by having some form of light, whether a torch or an oil lamp like the one I had in the children's sermon. And so the women are getting their lamps ready, and the five foolish quickly realize they don't have the oil to light their lamps. And so they ask the five wise virgins, please give us some of your oil. But there's not enough for all of them. And so the foolish virgins, they go out in the middle of the night to buy oil from whoever would be selling it at that time. But while they're gone, the bridegroom comes. And the five wise virgins enter into that wedding celebration with him. Later on, the five foolish virgins come back, this time with the oil that they needed. But the door is shut. So they do the next logical thing. They knock and ask to be let in. But the bridegroom denies them, saying he doesn't even know them. So we know exactly why these women wanted oil for their lamps. They wanted to show that they were invited into that wedding celebration. But what does that have to do with you? Why do you need oil? We need to unpack this parable. And we'll start by remembering what a parable exactly is. It's an earthly story told to teach something about the reign of Christ. And specifically, this parable is teaching us 
about Christ coming back to earth again on the last day. The bridegroom is Jesus. Just like those women had no idea when Jesus, when the bridegroom would come back, no one on earth has any clue when Jesus will come back. And Jesus says it himself in verse 13. You do not know the hour or the day. And Jesus is just continuing what he was teaching in the last chapter. The Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. We simply don't know when Jesus will return. Those women in the parable, they represent all people on earth. The five wise are believers, people who are prepared for Christ's return. The five foolish, they're unbelievers, people who aren't ready. And the wedding celebration, that banquet, represents heaven. We only get a small glimpse of what that will be like here, but Jesus, earlier in Matthew, gave a more fuller picture of that. A feast of fattened calves, the best kind of meat. The wedding guests all wearing clothes given to them by the groom. And the door to that celebration being shut, that's the door of heaven being shut to unbelievers who are left outside in hell. Those five foolish virgins came back eventually with enough oil, but it was too late for them. For unbelievers who see Jesus returning on the last day and repent, that's going to be too late for them too. And Jesus won't even recognize them. That's the kind of judgment Jesus is going to bring. So if you want to be like those five wise virgins, you need oil. But what kind of oil? To answer that question, we need to ask ourselves another question. What do I need to be prepared for Jesus to return? Well, you need faith. So you want to get fuel for your faith. Anything that strengthens your trust in your Savior, Jesus. But before we talk about exactly how you do that, we need to talk about the reason why you want to get that oil. Why you want to be prepared for that day. First, as I just said a little while ago, no one knows when Jesus will return. It's like when you hear the little ding in your car and the low fuel light comes on. You don't just ignore it and push it to the limit and hope that you don't run out of gas. You should listen to it right away and get gas. At least that's what you should hopefully do, right? So we should really take Jesus' warning seriously here. Act on it right now. Act like Jesus is coming back today. Don't follow the example of those foolish virgins who waited too long. Be like those wise virgins. Second, on the last day when Jesus returns, there are only two places everyone is going to end up. Either in the wedding celebration or locked outside. In heaven, that joyous celebration filled with laughter, a feast, time spent with family and friends, dancing, all focused on the bride and her groom. Or in hell, locked outside of that celebration. Cold, lonely, depressed, wishing you were in that celebration. And Jesus doesn't leave that up to our imaginations. He gives us a vivid picture of what that's like. Darkness, 
where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. So which of those two places do you want to end up in? On our own, we would end up like those five foolish virgins, locked out of heaven. But Jesus, thankfully, has given us the invitation we need. It's not an oil lamp that we have lit. It's not a card in the mail. But it's God's word. We get the Bible, which tells us that Jesus has fully and freely given us access into heaven through what he did for us on the cross. Just like a normal normal wedding, you know, the guests don't pay to get in. They just get to come and enjoy the wedding. Jesus has fully and freely paid for our entrance into that celebration, into heaven. We don't know when it's going to be, but let's joyfully prepare for that day. We know our pressing need for spiritual oil, for fuel, for our faith. But now we have to answer the question, how do, how do you get it? We have the invitation, but how do I prepare for the celebration? Well, let's go back to the example of the women in the parable for today. We are told that the five wise virgins were prepared. You can imagine what that meant for them. They got out their jars at home. They filled them up with oil. Maybe they even went and bought extra oil ahead of time just to be safe. In the day of the wedding celebration, they make sure that they have everything with them before they go. All right, oil lamp, check. Oil in the lamp, check. Extra oil in the jar, check. The five foolish virgins did the exact opposite. They weren't prepared. They didn't bring with them the oil that they needed, but they tried to find it in the middle of the night from whoever they could. They waited to the last possible minute and then tried to make do with what they had. And it didn't work. That reminds me of a story from my sophomore year of college, right at the beginning of the second semester. Excuse me. So my friends and I are walking into our Greek class, chatting, having a good day, and our professor walks in behind us, so we settle into our seats. It's time for class to start. And I see my professor reach into his briefcase, and he pulls out a stack of papers. And it was at that moment that it clicked for me. We have a Greek quiz today. And so my mind starts racing. How could you forget you had a Greek quiz today? We have one every single day. You're going to bomb this. Well, Quick, cram as much as you can in the next 10 seconds. So I reach in my book bag, pull out my textbook, flip through the pages as fast as I can, and shove it back in right as the professor is handing me that quiz. And I'd love to tell you guys that I miraculously aced it. But that wasn't the case. Yeah, I I did really terribly on it. And I think it was like 30% or something. Really awful. And the reason I did so terribly on it was because I forgot to prepare for it. I waited till the last second, and that clearly didn't work. Sometimes we let ourselves be a whole lot less prepared for Jesus' return than we should be. We let other things take priority over fueling our faith. My kid's soccer game got moved to Sunday morning. I can't make them miss that. We'll skip just this once, and we'll be back next weekend. I really should read a devotion tonight, 
but the Falcons are playing. I can just read it tomorrow instead. And if you aren't careful, those once-in-a-while things will slowly turn into bad habits. Soon, not coming to church once or twice every now and then, slowly turns into only coming to church once a month. Not reading your devotion every now and then slowly turns into not having a devotional life and not being in God's word at all. If we aren't careful, we end up like those who the Apostle Paul described in the second reading. Like those who are asleep. Those who aren't ready for Christ's return. But Jesus wants you to be prepared. He wants you to be ready. That's why he gives us a reminder like this parable for today. Jesus makes sure that you get the oil you need for your faith. So how do we get that? Well, you get it in the gift of God's word. Go online. Find a devotional calendar and follow that through at home. Or come to a Bible class here at church on Sunday mornings or Wednesday nights, even if you have to attend those on Zoom. You get it by God's gift of prayer. Schedule a time in your day, even if it's just five minutes, and dedicate that time to be for you to talk with God. You get it by God's gift of fellowship with other believers who encourage one another to still be prepared for Christ's return. Come to a family game night. Come to an event like our family Thanksgiving feast next Saturday where I'm sure that you will be encouraged in your faith. The more oil you get, the more you fuel your faith. The more alert you are. The more eager and ready for the call Here's the bridegroom. Here's Jesus. With so many things to remember every day, you might forget to prepare a thing or two. But my encouragement to you this morning is this. Keep your relationship with God in time and his word at the top of your list. Be ready for Christ to return and take you to that celebration. I can say with 100% certainty there is nothing more important that you can prepare for. We don't know when it's going to be, but let's joyfully prepare for that joyful day. Go get oil. Fuel your faith. Amen. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen.